The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yes, good Saturday morning once again. Lots happening in the city of Hamilton and Burlington and Niagara. The Golden Horseshoe is on fire in terms of real estate. Certainly, that is the case in Hamilton, Burlington. We're going to dive into the July statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. Uh, the stats are white hot. Uh, real estate is back with a bang. There's no doubt about that. We'll also get into a story that Rob has about a, uh, a high-priced home. And he said, you know what? We need a little tweak here. And it really worked for uh, all those involved. And we'll also get into uh, one of the hottest topics across the province today, apart from education and going back to school. That is evictions. Thousands of Ontario renters are bracing for that reality uh, as we speak. As always, go online. Whether you're buying or selling or just interested in seeing what's on the market, robgolfie.com is a great website. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. Or call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Great resource on social media as well, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfie. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast if you haven't done so already. They're available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Past episodes online at robgolfie.com and 900CHML.com. If you have a topic idea, something we haven't tackled in the last uh, couple of weeks or months or, or ever, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, real estate related, of course, questions at robgolfie.com is the email address that you will want to use. It's a two-man show today because Phil Golfie, I, I don't know, has he slept in? What's going on with Philip? He bailed on me. I uh, just, uh, wow. I don't know. Like, uh, it's that, it's that generation, uh, Rick. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I mean, if, uh, people know, uh, uh, they have kids, uh, and they, uh, it's easy for them to say, Oh, my dad's got it covered. No problem. He can handle it. And, uh, so, so I'm, I'm here all by myself. You know what? Maybe maybe next week I'll just say, you know what, Phil? We don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you can sleep in on a Saturday. How about that? That yeah, that's it. You can sleep in every Saturday. That's it. So we'll we'll just uh, we'll just tell him, don't worry about it. Uh, and then maybe he'll want to come back because he'll feel like he's not wanted anymore. Yeah. yeah. So we got to do the reverse psychology on him. We'll get him next so, time. All right, let's dive into yeah, these yeah. Uh, crazy numbers in July. Uh, love the headline in the uh, latest news release from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, July twenty twenty activity higher than typical summer months pent-up demand as COVID-19 delays busy spring markets. So what happened last month? Well, 1,613 sales in July. That was up 23.7% over last month and 27.8% over July of 2019. New listings also up 15.5% over June of 2020 and 8.8% 
over last July. The average price for residential properties, again, this is Hamilton and Burlington, it is a dollar shy of $693,000. That is 2.6% up from last month and a whopping 16.3% higher than July of 2019. So in one year, the average price of a home in Hamilton, Burlington has skyrocketed 16%. There isn't a stock or a mutual fund or anything that is going to give you that kind of return. These numbers are insane. It is. I can't believe how this is going. Um, I mean, like everywhere you go, first of all, there's not that many homes for sale. And when they are for sale, it, within two to three weeks, you see a sold sign on the front lawn. Rick, like, I mean, like I, I walk uh, quite a bit with a buddy of mine and, and I'm, and I'm obviously driving around the city and everywhere. And I don't, you don't see that many for sale signs, but with, when you do, there is a sold sign. So, I mean, this is definitely a seller's market. Um, we don't know, you know, like, I mean, COVID is out there, but, uh, people are, you know, people are, are buying and, and they're, they're going along in their normal, uh, you know, way of life, if they're planning on moving upscaling, downscaling, or, or, you know, m- you know, moving to retirement homes or getting out, uh, whatever they're doing in their real estate needs, they're doing it, uh, to a certain degree. So obviously there's w- well more, more buyers out there than there are sellers. And, uh, so maybe, maybe the people that were thinking about moving are not moving as are, are probably delaying it. And that's why there's a shortage of homes on the market right now. So it's just, uh, it's just driven the market up and it's even bigger than it was in uh, 2017. There's uh, there's a few stats that I do want to tackle in uh, the charts that have been supplied by the uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. One in particular, it's a bar graph that shows basically from January, 2019 to July, 2020, basically last month. And the the number of sales in July of 2020, uh, w- which stood at 1,613, is higher than any other month in that time period. It's higher than April of 2019, April of 20, uh, or pardon me, May of 2019. It's higher than obviously this past spring because obviously the pandemic hit. But that 1613 number is higher than it's ever been in the last basically 16, 18 months. Yeah, it's it's it, everywhere in Ontario. It's uh, it, it's been uh, it's been crazy. It's been it's it's been a, a, a busy busy uh, uh, ride uh, when it comes to with this real estate market. And 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 and, and Rick, we've been talking about this, like like even from 2010, like even from 2000, from from like the last recession was like major heavy recession was early 90s. Then then we had a, a mild recession in 2009. So in two, from 2010 till now, that's 10 years of growth. How long can that keep going? Mm-hmm. Like I, and I was printing out uh, five-year uh, rate, rates uh, from July of every year, and, and houses and prices, they're, they're more than doubling in less than 10 years, especially uh, in, in the past 10 years. Like, they're, it's just insane. It's insane. Uh, housing prices since 2010 till now, actually, that's a good number to look at because they've probably built times three or more. That's scary. The other thing uh, to look at, too, and I know that it was referenced in terms of there's not a lot of active listings out there, uh, down 21.4% over last year, according to the Realtor, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Although in terms of new listings, and again, just looking at the bar graph here uh, for July of 2020, new listings have not been higher 
uh, since May of 2019, April and May of 2019, the listings were over the 2000 mark. Uh, last month, they were also over the 2000 mark, the first time since May of 2019. So there's still listings out there, but there's just a ton of buyers. Yeah, there's what more there's more buy there's more buyers out there. There's well like I mean there's multiple offers happening on uh on pretty well most listings, especially if it's under 5-600,000 and and some of the and a lot of the high end stuff is moving. Like it's but if it's if it's priced pretty accurately, you're going to do really well on the high end stuff. And and we could talk about that uh later on about, you know, how to price uh, a high end home and see how how it's going to go. So yeah, we're, but uh but these these numbers are unbelievable. We're going to get to uh, your story about that high priced home that you had in your back pocket and uh, you, you you've referenced a, a tweak that had to be made and it was made and there's a good ending to this story. But before we get to that, a few more stats that I want to throw out and get your reaction to. Uh, so we're looking at all residential according to the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington in July 2020. So this is detached uh, townhomes, uh, semi-detached, everything under the sun in terms of real estate. The average sale price in Burlington last year in July was $769,000. That jumped to $886,000. In Hamilton, the average price for everything under the sun went from 548 to 628 for the average sale price. And when just looking at detached homes, in Hamilton, that number went from $594,000 in July of 2019 to 696 in July of 2020. And in Burlington, it went from just over a million dollars to 1.15 million, July to July 2019 to 2020. Those numbers are astronomical. But here's the number I want to focus on. Average days on market, and this uh, ties into the pent-up demand. There's buyers out there wanting to dive into the market or make their next move. July 2019 in Burlington, average days on market, 28 days. July 2020, average days on market, 17 days. And in Hamilton, yeah. the average days on market went from 29 to 20. That is insane. I mean, if you're not in the hunt and making offers and, and you know, on the street or on uh, your favorite website like robgolfie.com, checking out listings, you're playing catch-up. Oh, for sure. You know, you, you know and the one thing is you've got to be careful in this market, uh, Rick, is uh, putting in uh, uh, like the coming soon signs or the exclusives. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got a, an agent that's putting up a sign uh, coming soon and you take an offer before it hits the, uh, the uh, MLS system, you're, you're probably going to be shortchanging yourself uh, in this market. So be careful when you're doing that. Just the coming soon sign is great. You kind of can build up momentum, but once it hits the market, then that's when everybody can go and see it. Um, unless somebody's willing to give you a big giant, you know, overpriced uh, uh, offer before it hits the MLS system. And sometimes that happens, but be very, very careful people out there. Uh, coming soon is good. But um, make sure um, you you don't um, you get everybody a chance to look at your house because that's what's going to make uh, make a difference in, in uh, what's going to be in your pocketbook. When we come back, we're going to go through some of the neighborhoods in Hamilton and some of the startling increases that are seen in uh, certain parts of the city, including uh, three dramatic jumps. One 
Uh, well, I, I won't spoil it. I'll, I'll keep it for after the break. But there are three dramatic jumps in terms of the number of sales and the sale price that goes along with it in the community of Hamilton. We're also going to get to Rob's story about a high-priced home that he suggested needed a change. And we'll also get into thousands of Ontario renters facing a stark reality today as they brace for evictions. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio here. Rob Golfie on the line, sales representative with Remax Escarpman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Looking to sell your home? Looking to buy your first home? Go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Don't forget, Golfie gets it sold. At Rob Golfie on Twitter, Instagram, like it on Facebook as well, and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, thousands of Ontario renters bracing for a new reality this week as evictions uh, from the Landlord-Tenant Board are uh, now being done uh, or at least being tackled after a, a lengthy delay over the pandemic. Back to the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington July 2020 statistics, just astronomical in terms of the number of sales, the sale price all up from last month and from July of 2019. Uh, Here's three neighborhoods or three areas in Hamilton and Burlington that uh, went through the roof in July. Hamilton Mountain, uh, 198 sales in July of 2019, 248 Last month, that's an increase of 50. Stony Creek went from 126 sales in July of 2019 to 186 last month. That's an increase of 60. And Burlington uh, was absolutely on fire. 287 homes were sold in July of 2019. 394 last month. That is a spike of 107. Those are some hot spots, and there's other increases as well. Ancaster, Waterdown, Hamilton Center, uh, Hamilton West and East, Grimsby also a little bit up, Glanbrook also up. Uh, across the board, um, you know, uh, increases in terms of sales. Look at look at Grimsby. Average sale price last year, $599,000, let us say 600000 This year, 731000 Can you believe that? That's crazy. 131000 uh, increase uh, in Grimsby from year year over year. That's just uh, incredible. So this is the this is this is the jump that we're going through, uh, Rick. This is it. So now it's going to flatline for a while uh, in Grimsby. Grimsby. Remember, I always told you how Grimsby flatlines a little bit once it does a big jump. So we may have a flatline for a while in Grimsby, but who knows? Maybe everywhere it's going to be like that because it's just gone up to quite a bit yeah. everywhere. Another big spike in Stony Creek from five fifty eight last year to six hundred thirty six thousand dollars last month. Ancaster went from eight fourteen to eight forty nine. Hamilton Mountain five thirteen to five ninety one. Hamilton Center three ninety six four sixty last month. 
Hamilton East, 410 to 497. It's almost at half a million in Hamilton East. And it is over half a million in the Hamilton West, 503 to 524, which is remarkable. Hamilton East, last month, the average sale price was $497,000. Hamilton West, which is, you know, uh, perception-wise, a very different place, $524,000. It's just a difference of basically $27,000. Yeah, it, you know what's going on in the in the West End is is uh, because of the um, uh, the student rentals. Uh, there's a lot of shakedown going on out there. Um, you know, right now, um, you know, people don't know whether to keep the place because some some students didn't uh, sign a contract, and there's there's going to be empty places there. So people are uh, landlords in in the West End for student rentals are getting kind of getting kind of scared uh, right now. So. So some of them are unloading and just saying, I just want to get out and uh, and not worry about this. But uh, but yeah, that, Hamilton West, I thought they would have a better performance. Uh, uh, usually it's a better performance than it, than it is now. Yeah. If you look into your crystal ball, is August going to be as active as July? You're getting, you know, obviously you have your feelers out. What does August feel like right now? I think August is going to be just as strong. Um, in the, in the market, um, uh, it, it's September is the one is the big question mark. Um, uh, it, will it level off? Usually when there's big spikes like this, it usually lasts maybe about two or three months and then it, and then it bang and then it just kind of settles down after. So now if you're in the market of selling, believe me, now is the time to do it. Get on it. I, you know, uh, you will do, uh, really well. I mean, obviously if you want to keep your property for another 10 years, you're probably going to double it, but it just, it just depends on uh, what direction in life you are going with your, uh, mm-hmm. with your life at the, at the time. But, um, but I, I think there will be a level off, uh, coming into the, after the, uh, Labor Day weekend. If you're a buyer, though, it's almost a catch-22 because right now, in many cases, you might be priced out of the market. Uh, but if you wait a little bit longer, that might still be the case because, as we've seen, prices are still going up. There might be a few more houses to look at come September, October, or November, but you might still be priced out of the market considering the way things have been going. It's hard to tell because, you know what, everybody thought after 2017 there was going to be, you know, a market downturn and housing prices uh, would come down. In 2017, we had a spike and then, it, and, it, and then the spike stopped and it came back down to the level it was before the spike. And then and housing prices just kept climbing uh, over the years, in, in the past three years. So I don't know, like, like, like Rick, if, if we look at in past history from 19... 60 till 1990. Yeah, there's, it seems like there's times that you can buy when there's a market downturn, but from 19, uh, from 2010 till now, there has been no downturn. And I don't know if there's going to be one, this pandemic has, hasn't hurt the market at all. We just had no, uh, hardly any sales that happened in uh, part of March and April and things started picking back up in May and June, like, like, like it just never happened. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, once the CERB expires, uh, you know, what happens if there's a second wave? Uh, you know, d- does the school return to school plan work? You know, all these factors will right. obviously be, you know, big factors in terms of everybody's just everyday life, let alone real estate. So all those factors are going to be interesting to see come uh, the fall and beyond. 
And, uh, you know, we just heard from health officials earlier this week that the vaccine, if and when it does come, may not be the be all and end all. There's still probably going to be some physical distancing, mask wearing, you know, promoting hand hygiene, even with the vaccine, because there's only going to be so much of it to go around. The elderly and frontline health workers are probably going to get it first. So uh, it's it's still a slow roll. I mean, there, there's not a, a, a silver bullet or a magic, uh, a magic wand to wave over the whole situation. Well, there's a lot of things happening this this fall. You got uh, people that deferred their mortgages. Now their 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 first payment in six months is going to be coming due, uh, I guess, October November. Mm-hmm. So that's going to start. That's going to hit people. Uh, the serve money. Uh, we're not sure where what, what's happening. I with think it that. ends December. December. It, yeah, it's sometime in December. Oh, is that right? So so that's going to end up getting uh, changed. So that that'll take that'll keep things going. But then after January. Uh, Rick, like, I mean, you got, you got serve ending at the end of this year. You got the, uh, uh, deferred mortgages ending. And then you got companies, um, right now, like, like a lot of them are struggling. Some of them are struggling. You got the, 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 the stores in the malls right now, you got some big corporations. I mean, they're, they're having to close, uh, different stores. I mean, they, they may have 300 stores. They may have to close another 50 or whatever, just to keep things going. Mm-hmm. So things are changing this fall. Um, but I think, you know, um, because our economy is strong, it, 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 you know, we'll survive it, but it just, it's hard to tell what's going to go on. Yeah. Uh, let's switch gears and talk about, uh, what is happening with Ontario's landlord and tenant board. Uh, basically it began processing thousands of eviction applications, uh, starting this past Tuesday as pressure from uh, tenant advocacy groups to try to extend a ban on evictions, uh, continued, uh, amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The province ended its moratorium on residential evictions in late July. It lifted its uh, state of emergency and, and I guess went back to work. Uh, there's more than 6,000 eviction applications across Ontario that landlords sent out during the shutdown. In Hamilton alone, more than 300 applications have been made to the Landlord Tenant Board to have renters removed uh, since March 17th. What's the advice that you have for landlords and, and what advice do you have for tenants in this situation? You know, like... If everybody was collecting CERB, like if the landlords take like evicting uh, a tenant, um, like it's hard. Every situation is different. I know there's bad landlords out there and there's also bad tenants. But if the tenant, but the tenant's been receiving money, if they can't pay the full rent, at least pay some of it. And most landlords, I mean, they'd probably be very reasonable and say, listen, you know, like you can catch up down the road. But if they're not paying anything and they're collecting money from the government, yeah, I think, yeah, they, you know what? They should be evicted because, you know what, like people, you know, some people on this on this COVID thing think it's just a, um, you know, hey, we got free money. We can do whatever we want. And, you know, in the news, we don't have to pay the rent. It's, you know, tenant rights. It's not going to be tenant rights. Um, like, like just, you know, everybody's got to work together in the, in this COVID situation and, um, you know, landlords are on the hook. They got a mortgage to pay. And, and, and I understand tenants, they, you, you guys need a house to live in. So work with each other. And, uh, but, you know, and, but I mean, if the landlord's not, you know, fixing things or things that need to be done or whatever, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, a really ugly situation out there. And, uh, you know, I hope people that weren't paying their uh, rent uh, were saving money just in case they uh, they have to, you know, pay up. And it's 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 a tough situation out there. But 
you know, every, you know, Rick, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm trying to be good on both sides, but, uh, no, I, but, I hear you. And, and yeah. I, would, I would assume that landlords really, at the end of the day, hold the hammer because in terms of the vacancy rate in the city, it's it's really low. So if they you know evict a tenant, I think they're they're more often than not, at least, confident that that unit is going to be filled rather quickly. So they won't really be out of pocket, they think, uh, for that long. If you're a tenant, you know now you're looking for the affordable housing stock in the city, and that's all taken up. Uh, you know th- this could be a dire situation for a lot of people. Oh yeah, like we have, we had a, a guy. We sold his property, had a tenant, a tenant in there, and this tenant thinks he's above the law, and uh, the clo- the closing date was coming. Now we can't we can't close this house because this tenant is not uh, leaving. But guess what? He's going to be getting uh, a sheriff knocking on his door and saying, "Listen, you got 24 hours to get your stuff out. Otherwise, we lock the door, and we go- we get the police, and we have to escort escort you out of the house." Hmm. So you're going to see a lot of that happening. So like like. If that tenant, uh, I mean, he was given 60 days notice because he knows the house sold. He had 60 days to find another house to move into. There's always houses for rent in Hamilton. If you work hard enough, you will find a great place uh, um, that is for rent. I have one right now for rent uh, in uh, in, Ham- in uh, East End of Hamilton right now. Um, we're just starting to get people looking at it. So what I'm saying is, is just... Go by the law, and everybody will get along, and and you'll be moving along. But uh, you can't, you can't like this guy is. He's going to be end up shutting down, and and he's going to have to live on the streets after because the sheriff's going to lock him out. Wow, that's pretty scary. Uh, let's go to a good news story, and it's a story that you have about a home that uh, was originally listed um, a little higher than you thought it should be. Yeah, so we thought we had this uh, property that we listed. And it wasn't my suggested price, but we listed it at 1.7 million, and we had it for uh, for a while I, I, um, since uh, I think uh, the beginning of the year, February, and um, we we got like a tremendous amount of showings on it. I, I can't believe it. Like we had a lot of showings, so so there is a lot of people looking at houses, you know, from the 1.5 to 2 million dollar mark. Uh, mark. So and, a, and and we had a, a majority of them come from uh, the Toronto Toronto area. So we did get a we did get an offer on this place. Uh, it, it wasn't uh, quite the offer that they were looking for, but but when um, we I, we suggested to the uh, seller, say, look, if you put it at one point six, you will get an offer. Well, guess what? We uh, we uh, li- listing we canceled it. We relisted it and listed it at one point six. We had uh, multiple offers on it. They didn't they didn't they didn't get the one point six, but they got very close to it, Rick. It shows you how much, how important price is on a house. Even that one hundred thousand uh, dollar difference brought in two, three offers in one day, and uh, it shows you, like that shows you that people they, they they're aware of of what the values of homes are. They're not just looking at yours; they're looking at other ones, and they're looking at ones that sold. Um, so. But you know, like I said, you just gotta you just gotta follow the market, and uh, and it, uh, it you will get it sold. And 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 they would have taken this offer if somebody uh, when they were listed at one point seven. But it just uh, anyway. But anyway, it, uh, we have great results. We had great uh, outcome out of this, and uh, and uh, they were really happy with the uh, 
with everything in uh, their house sold. So they're uh, they're often uh, ready to go to the next stage in their life. It, it's so different, uh, or it's so interesting, because the, the difference in price, when you look at it as a whole, wasn't really that dramatic. I mean, it wasn't like it was half a million dollars uh, off their initial price. I know, I know. It, it just, but it shows you how price sensitive the market is. Yeah. And we tell people that sometimes $10,000, even on a lower price point house, um, people will, will not look at it or go through it. But then when you drop it 10 or 20,000 thing, you, you've got like 30 people looking at it, trying to bid it and, and putting offers in on it. And it's just, we, we are, we are in a, in a society now that we have a lot of information and people digest that information online and they make their decision before they view the property or even, uh, or drive by the property. But once it's priced right, they say, Hey, this seems like a, a price that's, uh, you know, uh, of market. Let's take a look at it. And then other people are thinking the same thing. And then that's why you get multiple offers on it. Yeah, it's not like the old days, but yeah, it's not like the old days, uh, with our parents, uh, when you had houses uh, they just put whatever price on it. And then the buyer says, Oh, I'll, I'll make them an offer of this. So it wasn't <laughs> like that, that like, uh, uh, that's not like that now, but it was like that in the old days. Yeah. They didn't have an MLS system uh, that pu- the public can see. Let me jump in there. When we come back, we'll talk about Canadian real estate prices compared to those in the U.S. And the difference is striking. That's coming up next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Sanford, Rob Golfie. He's a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call him at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website to go to if you're looking to sell your home, looking to buy your first home or your 10th home. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfie. If you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team for future program, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Get a load of this story. Canadians know real estate prices have grown very quickly, but most likely they have no idea how fast. So the U.S. Federal Reserve data shows that when U.S. home prices took a dive during the Great Recession back in 2008-2009, Canadian prices didn't, at least by comparison. Instead, Canada has flooded the market with a number of policies designed to increase the amount of debt households can carry, and consequently, Canadian home prices have seen prices grow not twice or even 10 times as fast as U.S. homes. They have grown a whopping 29 times faster. So recent acceleration while the global economy slows down isn't just a new phenomenon. It's been happening since 2008-09. Canadian home prices have increased 88% since 2005, almost doubling in 15 years. 
And to contrast, U.S. home prices have increased just 2.9% over that same period. In other words, Canadian home prices have jumped 29 times faster than U.S. home prices, and that is adjusted for inflation as well. The difference is astronomical, isn't it, Rob? Oh, it's unbelievable. And that's why Canada is is a, is a place where in the world that uh, people uh, like to invest in uh, real estate, like uh, foreigners, they come here and they just want to buy real estate because they know the Canadian government's got a good handle on how to make sure that, uh, that we don't get beat up badly with recessions and everything else. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, we've got uh, heavy restrictions on, uh, on our banking and, and mortgages and everything. It, it's uh, yeah, it's it's amazing, and in the U.S., it's like uh, it's it's like the Wild West out there, and uh, they just uh, you know they don't have as many restrictions, so they just uh, they push the push it to the limit, and then when they fall, they fall hard. The other thing to consider too is you know the 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 massive or the continuous price increases in terms of homes in Canada isn't just in cities like you know Toronto and Vancouver, you know the major hubs. Uh, you look at Hamilton, you know, a city of half a million people. You look just down the highway in Niagara, uh, you know, prices are going up. So it's not just the big cities, it's the local ones or the smaller ones as well. And when you zoom out against everything globally, uh, Canadian housing prices have just been absolutely uh, insane over the last, you know, two decades, really. Oh, I know. It, it just, uh, it's just, it's been a great, it's been a good ride for anybody that is, uh, has home ownership. And it's sad, you know, because there's a lot of people that want to get into it and, and, and it frustrates them uh, thinking like these housing prices are going up. I want to buy a house, but I don't have enough of a down payment and all that kind of stuff. It, and I feel sorry for those people, those people that are dying to get in. And if they, and, and if they don't have, you know, help with family, they're, they're, they're on their own. They basically have to wait and wait. And as so, and it may take them, take them three years to save up enough money for a down payment. But now housing, housing prices are up about 50 to $80,000 since the time they started saving. And it's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't end it. Uh, it, but once they're in, they're in and, uh, and, uh, they'll be, uh, in the game for the rest of their life, hopefully. And, and they'll be able to afford any house anywhere they want to go. And if you want to jump in, go to robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com or call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. While the real estate market in general experienced uh, a bit of chaos earlier this year during the pandemic, at least here in Hamilton. Now things are looking uh, way better. Um, There is one segment of the market that is still going strong, and that is home flipping. It's boasting its best numbers in 14 years. Nearly released first quarter 2020 U.S. home flipping report shows that just over 53,000 single family homes and condos in the States were flipped in the first quarter. That number represented 7.5% of all homes in the nation during that quarter, up from 6.3% in the fourth quarter of 2019 and from 7.3% in the first quarter of last year. Those are the highest numbers since the second quarter of 2006. So after the break, Rob, I want to ask you about home flipping here in Canada, maybe most specifically in Hamilton, because that's uh, basically your, your your backyard and your market. But in terms of flipping homes, they're on the rise in the U.S. What's happening here in town? We'll get Rob's take on that when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. 
One last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio this fine morning with Rob Golfi, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. You can call them at 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Just before the break, hinting at a home flipping report in the U.S. that shows home flipping in the States has hit a 14-year High, 53,000 single-family homes and condos in the States were flipped in the first quarter of 2020. That's a lot of homes, uh, even from a nationwide standpoint, um, with uh, you know TV shows uh, and uh, you know the home-flipping game being lucrative in terms of return on investment if it's done right. Uh, how are things shaping up with home flippers in this community? Still going strong. People are buying houses, um, even even with the prices of homes that are being sold right now. But there is a lot of homes that need uh, total renovations, and uh, people are going in, putting uh, you know fixing houses up, and then uh, and there's a lot of buyers you know coming in, loving what what uh, the home flipper did and the contractor or whoever's doing it, and uh, moving into these homes. Um, there has been, uh, I, I wish I knew the numbers in Hamilton of how many homes actually been flipped in the last 10 years, because I know in, especially in the North end of Hamilton, things got cleaned up over there. Like it, it like there's a lot of neighborhoods that were running down, uh, being run down now are, are cleaned up really well. We got nice families moving in there, you know, a lot of young families and it, it like there's been a lot of, fl- of homes that have been flipped and great families have moved into them, uh, Rick. And it's just, uh, so, so it benefits uh, a lot of different people. Like, you know, the, the guy that's flipping the homes, making money. And uh, now you got a, a buyer that's moving in, they got a beautiful home to move into and, 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 and a neighborhood that needed some uh, cleaning up. The uh, gross profit for home flips across the U.S. in the first quarter rose uh, over the same period in uh, 2019. The, the average profit, $62,300. That is a 36.7% return on investment. I'm not sure how that compares to Hamilton, but 36% sounds pretty big. Oh, yeah. No, I think I think it would it would be um, maybe ours may not be as much as 36 percent, but I, I would I would say it's in the definitely the high uh, 20s uh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'd say 30 percent for sure. Uh, Rick, you've got, you know, when people buying these homes to flip, they're, they're not, you know, they're not looking to make a little bit. They're they're making good money. And 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 people today will spend money on houses that everything's done. You can move right in and it's all done. And uh, you'll find those houses sell fast and they sell for a lot more money. And uh, just because people don't want to do all that work and, and, uh, and it's good that we have contractors that are willing to do it and, uh, and it works out well for everybody. This report says home flipping is most popular, at least in the first quarter, in Boston, uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, Olympia, Washington, uh, York, Pennsylvania, and Minneapolis, uh, three cities where uh, flipping rates really went down, uh, all three of them in Texas, San Antonio, Austin, and Houston. And of note, if you're looking to get into the flipping trend, the report says that you don't need to buy a million dollar house. Homes flipped in the first quarter of 2020 were sold for a median price of $232,000. And don't think you have to turn the home around and sell it in 30 days. The average time to flip nationwide, 174 days. That sounds like a long time. Yeah, well, there's you, you, you got your time to um, renovate the house. And then you got your time once you, once the house is uh, listed 
and, and, the, and the closing time. So you've got another maybe 60 days, 30 to 60, 90 days after that. Yeah, it, it, it does seem a long time, but, um, and, you know, but yeah, and it, it, it's working and it's, and it's doing well out there. You know, I think the TV shows on HGTV has uh, really uh, helped a lot of people uh, earn an extra income too that want to do a flip here and there once in a while. They make it look too easy though. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does look easy. They put it all in one half hour show and uh, it's, it does look easy. But those guys, uh, they, they run into a lot of problems uh, and, and they're probably working on that house. Uh, you probably about 30 days, uh, sorry, not 30, but 60 to 90 days before they have, uh, you know, close to being put on the market to resell. Yeah. And we got less than a minute here. Pla- planning is the key. You have to lay out your plan and then stick to it. Absolutely. And you know what? And a lot of these uh, con- uh, people that do flip, Rick, uh, they end up encountering problems that are totally unexpected. Um, and, um, but they, they still, they still come ahead, but they end up, you know, sometimes things cost money more than what they anticipated. Um, and, uh, they got to deal with it. They got to fix it make sure, you know, that the next homeowner doesn't uh, go through any problems with that. Yeah. Especially when you're taking down walls, there's always wiring and plumbing, uh, you know, little things that uh, you have to take care of and, uh, yeah, you should be aware of that. Oh, absolutely. You know, you got... You got termites sometimes. You got uh, foundation problems. Oh yeah, sometimes one problem can cost you ten thousand dollars. That un- unexpected problem, and you know you just got to deal with it and, and and move forward. And just that's just the cost of doing business. Buying or selling, go online robgolfie.com. Call them anytime at nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred. And don't forget, Golfie gets it sold. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at nine on nine hundred CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.